welcome to Sheep Stuff You Should Know. Um, this is Ryan Mahoney. Today I'm joined by my son Connor and Hello. Mr. Chad Furlong from Roseburg, Oregon. Hello. How are you, Chad? Good. Good. Good, good, good. It's been a long time. So I haven't recorded in like two months, so I'm a little rusty. Wow. So uh, anyway, yeah, so here I, we're up in Roseburg, Oregon, and I just... Uh, Got the opportunity. I got the invitation from you and uh, Dan Dawson to come and see the shearing comp. What's the name of the official? What's the official it's name? The, of the Mike McWilliams shearing competition. Is it the Mike McWilliams steer shearing competition? Yes, that's good. <laughs> shearing, shearing, like Ed shearing. Yep. Um, yeah. So that was really cool to see, and you. <laughs> Are the uh, recent champion. Yes. The champion. Yes. You I, crushed it. Yes. I won last year and this year as well. It was so, so good. Yes. I really, so uh, we we don't have many, we don't have, there's not a lot of sheep shearing contests in the U.S., definitely not in California. No. There was yeah. a few, but I don't know if they do much anymore. Yeah. So. But this one was pretty cool. How many shares were there? Uh, I think there was like 10 open finalists or 10 people in the open class and i think five in the intermediate and three in beginners i think it was seven in the intermediate oh it was seven yeah yeah it was three two and three no eight so three two and three was eight yeah yeah Yeah. so that was like 20 something over 20 yeah yeah so yeah that was cool about about average i think our first year we had maybe close to 40 people or something like that. Oh, man. Yeah. So yeah how'd you have enough sheep? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, Dan was pretty stressed. He, yeah. He he ran it the first year, and then, um, yeah, he told me that I need to take over the next couple of years. So. so did you take over, or did he run half of it and you ran half? Uh, I did a lot of it this year, um, yeah. which was good because Dan's doing stuff with his kids during the lamb show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, uh, yeah. I think I think I'm getting the hang of it anyway. So. Yeah, and then this was this is an official shearing contest, so it, it counts for points, right? Can you yes. explain that? Um, yes, there is a, a U.S. shearing team, and uh, so to be on the team, you have to win in uh, the Black Hills Stock Show in South Dakota. You can either win that, or you can go around to all the tournaments to have points, and um, you can collect points based on what you get for second third i believe and if you have a lot of points then you can be on the team as well so do you have you made the, ever made that team no i've never really tried out Is that so. a, never tried out yeah so. one of those like i could do it if i wanted kind of thing yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so oh that's know. awesome so it sounds like fun but then i don't know i got sheep and family and everything here so right yeah, yeah. fun <laughs> like 20 years ago maybe yeah yeah exactly. yes connor you got a question how many points do you have? I'm not sure how many points I really get. I really just do this show. So He's just the champion. Yeah. Of the what's it what's the show called again? Mike McWilliams. Um I mean Mike McWilliams sharing competition. Yeah. Very nice. You're talking to the champion, Chad Verlong. Yes. Yeah. So I met you, Chad. It had to have been like what? 15 years ago almost? Uh, it's been close. It's yeah, been I, a long time. I've been cheering for 16 years now. And when yeah. you came down, it was you and Robert Irwin and Zane yep. and Tom O'Connor. Yep. And you showed up down on Brown Road, I think. 
and just had the trailer and just were a couple bunch of young guys out of Oregon and just started yep. shearing sheep. We were just shearing and, away down there. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That was a long time ago. Yeah, the good old days of shearing. Yeah, so. and then so and then you you uh, you built quite a little shearing career for yourself over that time in training, right? You went yes overseas and yeah, I went to New Zealand uh, a couple years. Um, I think it was right around that time that I come down with Robert and we did all that. Um, cause I remember going to New Zealand, uh, into November, shearing all there till April, I think. And then I came straight back and went to work with Robert down there in California. Yeah. So what was that? What was that? Um, how did you get, well, how'd you, how'd you get interested in shearing? I mean, it's uh, a kind of a cool culture, like uh, sheep culture here in Roseburg. Right. But. Yeah. Roseburg is a, is a very good, uh, sheep culture. Um, I actually, I met Dan hunting. I was his pack guide and uh, yeah, I knew nothing about sheep and Dan told me that I'd be a good sheep shearer. And, um, I, I was kind of almost making fun of him cause I'm like, Oh, you have sheep. Like <laughs> who does that? And uh, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but then he's like, Oh, well you can come work on the ranch or do something or whatever. And so, uh, I got done with the hunting thing. And then um, I was kind of poor, and I'm like, man, maybe I should try that sheep shearing thing out or call Dan <laughs> or something. I need I need a job. Yeah. And uh, he had some uh, feeder lambs up in the valley, and I went and sheared there. And never seen it before. Just watched them all morning. And then they gave me a handpiece and said, here you go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did like 25 that afternoon, and they were like, that's, that's darn good. That's pretty for your first good. Time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, and, one, uh, I'm about burned out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I went shearing like the next day, and we did some crutching and some cheering, and I made like a hundred and fifty dollars, for like half a day. And I'm like, I'm not very good, and that's way more money than I would make yeah. doing anything else. So I was like, this is this is all right. So, yeah. And uh, it helps being poor because then you just work for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, hey, did yeah. you grow up around here in Roseburg? Or? I grew up in Springfield. And, and that's which which It's uh, north of Roseburg here about now. So, and then Roseburg, for all the listeners out there in the world, uh, what, you know, or, Roseburg's in southern Oregon, south on I-5. Yes. Right? Yes. And then, so Springfield would be? Uh, north of Roseburg on I-5. And then Roseburg is not the Willamette Valley. Correct. It is just below the Willamette Valley. Yeah, because the lambs, a lot of times when you get out of Oregon, they consider or they kind of lump the two together, like right. oh, Valley lambs or Roseburg lambs. Yes. Willamette Valley, they kind of interchange those, but they are different. They're very distinct climates and areas. Yes, yeah, because we've got the hills down here. It's a little bit drier. Um, yeah, and the valley is mostly run in the flats on the ryegrass fields and all that. Yeah. So is the valley that that's more is that more year round green production feeder lambs and different things like that? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because as soon as they kind of jump around in the summertime, and then when they replant in the fall, I think they start going back on there with the feeder yeah. lambs and all that. Yeah, because so. this country here in Roseburg, I mean, it's just beautiful hills, a lot of timber. There's a lot of timber down here. Uh, Roseburg pretty much just ranching and timber. Yeah. Yes. And you guys, I mean, it's pretty, it's a really well-managed forest down here, too, and where the sheep go in behind the trees getting 
timbered and then they grow back up and you get i mean it's really neat yes. i always like coming north out of california because you go through california and just see these pine you know these pine covered mountains with nothing but pine trees everywhere and then you come across that border and you get over ashland and you start seeing just so many different varieties of trees within the forest it just seems like such a more diverse active forest yeah and, i think we get just enough rain being closer to the valley versus a little bit further yeah. south in california there yeah so yeah well that's cool what about fire what about fires up here fire risk you get a lot of that uh there's a little bit of fire risk um not too bad we actually use fire to manage these hills a little bit and yeah. that's kind of fun it's <laughs> a bit uh yeah we we just take a dozer and uh make a fire line around the area we want to burn like the whole hillside and stuff and and then we usually all get together and um light it on fire and then we can take care of the weeds and everything that's there yeah so yeah that's that's quite a good time especially when you burn for somebody else then you don't have to worry about it getting out and all that so. <laughs> yeah oh that's good yeah um so you grew up in springfield and then so what did you do growing up or how'd you i mean then you said you met dan hunting yeah so mm -hmm. and then that's how you ended up getting into sheep and that's then... how yeah yeah dan got me into sheep because i always want to do something with ranching and all that and uh, I never thought really the sheep, but the sheep are just a great way to get into it. Um, yeah, because my family only had a couple acres, and um, yeah, I just Dan got me a, found me a lease, and found me some sheep, and helped me along the way. And then Sheeran's really helped out a lot too, because you get to go meet all the ranchers of Douglas County and see what to do and what not to do, and <laughs> get to talk to people. That's and, the best education ever. Yeah. You can travel with your eyes open, man. You learn. Like yeah. my grandpa always said, you learn every mile. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then... He it, also said a lot of guys go broke driving up and down I-5. That is, yeah, that's probably <laughs> so, true. Yeah. Got to balance it a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I used to shear quite a bit more. And, yeah, we would go to California for a month and then go back. And we'd go to Idaho sometimes and Washington. And now but, I just try and stay here, really. But, I mean, that, that's kind of cool because you, you started in the shearing and that... And the shearing got you into the farming where now you're pretty much a farmer that shears yep. on the side. Yep, exactly. You go out and you win contests and could join the national team if you want. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's cool. Can you, do you have any, uh, any little uh, bits of advice or anything for people kind of trying to make that transition from, you know, like trying to, a lot, a lot of people want to start a farm and put use together, but they don't know how or they're, working you've been successful you've done it right yes yeah. um any any failures you want to share uh, or you want to keep those to yourself i don't know i <laughs> i i don't know i don't ever focus on my failures i guess too yeah. much but uh that's a good thing to do yeah yeah um uh, just get with the right people i guess yeah. uh getting with dan that really helped me and uh just keep after it and you gotta be able to work really hard and yeah. you know basically have two jobs and the shearing really helps I think to start out, you need to find something extra to do besides just the sheep or the ranching yeah. or whatever you want to do. Yeah. And then uh, then hopefully you can make the transition and hopefully it all lines out well. You can get a lease or two and yeah. buy some property and all that. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's so. awesome. Yeah. Are there are there ever not gonna be sheep in Douglas County? I don't think so. There was there's always been a lot of sheep here. 
So. I feel like when if the United States runs out of sheep, there's still going to be a handful here. Yes. Maybe yes. a few in the Willamette Valley and maybe a few in the Montezuma Hills. But outside of that, they're... <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But... Yeah, Roseburg's really... I think everybody tells me there's lots of stories, but um, like Douglas County had the most sheep per capita in the United States, but I've heard that several places. Oh, around. Solano County yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 We all had it at one point. Exactly. Everybody's yeah. been there, but, uh, so out here you guys get like something like 50 inches of rain a year or something. Crazy? Something probably. Yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. Yes. And then, and so because of that, you guys run a, you guys run a more of a coarse wool you. Correct. A lot of blackface use, a lot of crossbred use. Yep. Yep. Um, what are some of the positives of that breed for you and you guys out this way? Uh, they shear really good. So <laughs> that's <laughs> a Sheep shear <laughs> yeah. speaking. Yes. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. They're. Lamb good. Um, yes, they do lamb good. Uh, I think they, they have a pretty high lambing rate. Uh, you don't get a lot of wool off of them or that's not really worth a lot. No. Um, they're pretty easy keepers. So how do they do with the predators predation? Uh, well, you get a little Cheviot in there and they get, get, angry, yeah, get, get, angry and get going. Uh, yeah. so you, you learn to be a trapper kind of, we do have some government trappers here in yeah. Roseburg, but, uh, what what's kind of your perfect you or what do you try to look for uh well i don't know going to new zealand they had uh very consistent sheep and yeah. i really like that and i'd like to try and get that but america it's kind of hard because you're like oh this guy's got 20 and it's a good deal i'm gonna yeah. buy some of them <laughs> but uh my perfect sheep uh i kind of like uh uh like a dorset with a little bit of chevy like quarter chevy or something like that yeah um white face and then you breed to Suffolk Rams? And then I breed to Suffolk Rams. Yep. So. How do you, um, I mean, I guess everybody kind of does it a little different, but do you do you see a lot of like, um, uh, when they're breeding for the lambs out here, are they doing a lot of like blackface use on Suffolk Rams or are they making sure they're always like crossing one versus the U other? Usually they cross one versus the, one the other. other. Yeah. Yeah. So that works good to get the, yeah. the hybrid vigor in there. Yeah. White on black or black yeah. on white, whatever. Whatever you got going, and a lot of people have both, and just throw them out there and hope for the best too. Sure. So, well, if you got nothing, might as well throw something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You need the lamb. And these these hills grow lamb pretty good, so I think as long as you got some sheep out there, you're gonna be all right. They, they really are. I mean, these hills out here, you know, they're they're some of the prettiest sheep I've ever seen. Is out here, they just look so good. Right. And you move them out, and then you have problems with pneumonia and things like that sometimes. Right. Because it's such a pristine climate. Right, but um, but man, out here, yeah, the the sheep are just they really are pretty. They're really made for these hills. Right, yes, they yeah. do really good. They get fat. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and we just we just run them straight through on the moms until we ship them, and yeah, they do good. So, works at lamb in December. January? Uh, we lamb like January, and we've been pushing it forward a little bit uh, to into January. Okay. Yeah. And, and then that, you land, you you sell like now, right? And we sell right about now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We just wait till that feed burns up. Yeah. And uh, which this year has been a horrible feed year because it was cold and uh, we got a lot of rain, which is good, but it was never warm enough to really grow any grass. That's interesting because we, we were... We were the same. We were too cold to grow any grass, and then we finally warmed up, and then we grew a ton. Right. 
And yeah. then I guess you guys, because of the, the, what do you think, were too far north that it never it dried up too quick? It did the, dry up too quick, yeah. The soil moisture or something? We or? had a lot of rain in there, but then it really didn't rain a lot much of May. Yeah. And uh, so it was good for a while. Yeah. And I just never really wanted to come on because it never got warm enough. And now it's too hot and we don't have any rain, so it just dried up. Yeah. We had what about a month there, and that was about it. What's the main feed you're looking for out here? Uh, we we put that ryegrass on, yeah, uh, and clover, sub clover a lot. Um, yeah, uh, we try and fertilize these hills. What kind of clover do you know, or the the type, or just a sub different sub clover varieties? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly yeah. what type. I don't know the names of my pasture. They just say subclover. That's yeah, all I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the old timers say. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, we we try and fertilize like in the fall for that clover and then hopes that it will boost that grass yeah. come springtime. And then we get cheap uh, ryegrass seed from the valley and we'll yeah. fly that on with the airplane if we can. And uh, that's how we get it on all these hills. Same with the fertilizer, trying to fly that on. So <laughs> We have two fields on a ranch. We call them the ryegrass fields uh-huh. because I wanted to plant ryegrass. So we flew on some ryegrass seed, a bunch of it, uh-huh. and um, nothing grew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we ended up with nothing but foxtail and bronco. I didn't get any ryegrass, so we R- call it the ryegrass fields. Right, They're yeah. Ryan's ryegrass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not a farmer. Right, yeah. yeah. First, you get a glorious moment, and then it doesn't grow. Basically, yeah. That summed it up, Connor. Yep. And then it, it kind of depends on the weather. Like last year, last fall, fertilizer was sky high. It really didn't pay to put it on, and our fall was no good. Yeah. It just did. It was, it was summer, and then it was winter. Yeah. So... I always like a good spring and a good fall when you know, when you can really go back and forth. I think that always does the best. Yes, yes. I really don't like it. It seems like the last few years it's just like a switch gets turned on and off and there's no... Right. Uh, yeah, and the year before we had the perfect... I don't know if we'll ever see that again. Us too. Where we had like a beautiful fall. Best lots year of ever. Feed. Yeah, yep. and that's that's been really tough Yeah. comparing this year where we had nothing and last year we had everything how do you manage your have you you been struggling with stocking rates with all the weather shifts that we've been having the last three four years oh yeah yeah i think i'm a little overstocked and and especially like i said if you last year we could have raised you know 200 more and this year is like oh we probably can't raise all them yeah no we were this we've been the same it's been really challenging to balance that i mean we've we've moved our cow numbers like 15%, 20%, 15%, 20%, like moving them up and down, trying to get a good balance. And right. just one year there's nothing, and the next year it's the best ever. And then the yeah. <laughs> year after that, it's the best rain, but no feed. And yeah. Then in the spring, it's the best feed. And we're shipping a month later than normal this year because we've got so much soil moisture, but we got all that clay, so it really holds it. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, that's wild. It's wild. So the shearing contest, this is a, this is a really cool, I do want to kind of, promo this event a little bit because it is pretty dang right. awesome i mean it it's uh for the west coast there's really not a lot out there so you have you have your sheep show so you have like the kids in 4-h showing all their lambs and stuff and right during that you have the shearing contest yep and it's put on by the douglas county livestock livestock yeah. association yeah and then you have sponsors and stuff and 
Yep. And Dan started this, what, three years ago, four years ago? He refired it up? Or? Yes. Yeah. I think it's always been a thing. Um, and um, the, yeah, the old timers had a contest here. And then Dan got it started just before COVID. And we had one contest. And then we had COVID. And then we had no contest. And mm. then I did it last year and this year. Good. And uh, it's, it's a good place to have a contest because um we have a lot of shears here in douglas or we used to have a lot of shears in douglas you have County. a lot of shears compared to most places yeah, and that, well that's too yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like like all the judges were old shears you know yeah so they're excited and then there's been a lot of people that want to come and watch you know and the lamp yeah, shows was like place. how many people you think were watching that at one i mean that was almost like Almost a hundred people standing I would say, there. Yeah, I would say so. The bleachers yeah. were full, so they were full in the standing room only. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's the way it's been, and uh, so that's that's exciting to have a crowd. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of people shearing sheep. And yeah. That's, yeah. That's yeah. Fun, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, that's uh, cool. And so you guys have it every year, kind of this time. Yeah. That. Yeah. We'll just have it at the Lamb Show. It's the first Saturday of June. First so. Saturday of June. So if you're a sheep shear come on out pack your bag and head out to douglas county roseburg oregon fairgrounds right for, uh, exactly yeah and i don't every, every year we're trying to make more improvements and making it better and yeah. um easier and all that so what's that i what's that smell it's like a it's a grass or a tree or something i can smell it's like well i have no it's kind idea. of sheep too probably yeah maybe sheep and grass i can't remember i don't know there's a smell Probably though. Just sheep poop. I don't know. Yeah, it, it might be. I really, I, I, I really like that smell. That's a, yeah. <laughs> Probably it's just sheep poop, but yeah. The way the wind came, I smelled it. Yeah. Why? We gotta know because it means sheep are around. Mm -hmm. no, it, okay. it is the perfect time of day. I really like this time of day where it cools off. The yeah. wind's nice and breezy, and yeah, you can just drive home and enjoy the nice cool weather. So. Yeah. But. So. Dan Dawson helped get you go. Anybody else get you help get you going? Uh, John Quimby, actually, uh, he's he's more of the shearer. Dan Dan's really got me going with the ranching, and he also got me going with the shearing and all that. But John John's kind of the man. He was the old guy that got second. He, yeah, sheared barefoot. Yeah, sheared barefoot. Yeah. He didn't he didn't have any gear or any shoes. And uh, yeah, I think the last time he really sheared uh, was down in California. Actually, he went on yeah. one one last run, and that was. Oh, probably eight years ago or something like that. Oh, he was man. fifty. I was twenty-five, and I was half his age. And he kept right with me. Oh yeah, day. he yeah. Man, that guy flew through the shoot. Yep, yep. Yeah, and he's. It's interesting too because his arms are shorter. And most shears, you know, they have real, like real quick ones. They have these long arms. Right. That can take those big long blows, and he's short. But the way he moves through that sheep is so fluid it's yes really awesome yes to watch. he is super clean i was watching him there yeah. the, the first one i'm like oh my god how am i gonna beat this guy i <laughs> uh, know I, well i appreciate so. i told you afterwards i really appreciated your strategy because you kind of started slow and just eased it in there kind of yeah taking your time shearing clean and not not breaking points and then <laughs> right yeah yeah i really kind of wanted to bring it home there at the end but my gear wasn't quite cutting good yeah. so i was like well that's all right so people they were like um Doing it like really fast and like just like just yeah yeah it's fun to watch. Are you gonna be a sheep shearer when you get older, Connor? You gonna learn to shear a sheep? Of course, yep. yeah. You can come up here. We got a sheep shearing school. You can go to school. Yeah, and then teach you, you everything. Then you can go and charge five bucks a head to shear a sheep. Yep. Go shear a hundred sheep, make five hundred bucks in a day. Yeah. 
He's thinking about it. Connor, Connor, <laughs> the bug is planted. And then I got a sheep shear for her son. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Well, who are some of the other legends you got around here? Um, probably Randy Helms. He helped out with the judging. Yeah, he used to work for my granddad for a long time. Really? Yeah. yeah I think he was down there in the California way. Um, yeah. Him and uh, Chris Cornett, uh, yeah. he's down by you too. Uh, they were on the U.S. shearing team for yeah. a while. and I. How many are on that team? Just two people. Two? Yeah. And, uh, yep. And, and Mike McWilliam that uh, we named the contests after, uh, he was a shearing instructor for a while, but he was also on the U.S. team. It was Mike and Randy and Chris, and John got in there a little bit, um, but uh, I don't know if he ever went on a world tour or whatever, but I think they got sixth place or something in the worlds. Yeah, that's uh, not bad. Randy and Chris, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the best U.S. ever done. So. Yeah. But, yeah, they're... Yeah, that was back when they really got after shearing. Now we're, I don't know. It's I, is, is shearing is the is uh, would you say shearing in the U.S. is it stable, declining, or increasing as far as the the interest? Maybe not in the numbers because we just don't have the numbers of sheep, but in the interest of the sport side of it, it's kind of yes. There, there's getting some interest, especially in the shows, and um, like social media really helps keep us all together really yeah well there's um, so much small flock work too there's a lot of like back east and yeah there's a lot of small flock people um and then um i've i've reached out to you know guys in the midwest and that's kind of connected uh me to the rest of this year in world i guess as yeah. well because we've kind of run a little short here but then if we can get those guys on those big crews that are traveling hundreds of miles to go yeah. shear sheep and come help out here do you have problems getting shears out here north southern oregon um yes and no uh they came pretty easy last year but i was worried there for a little bit yeah so uh a couple guys that i sheared with zane and tom um they they got good enough they didn't have to shear sheep anymore so. yeah <laughs> but uh that's the worst part is once you get good enough you end up buying your own sheep and not sharing <laughs> right exactly yeah so i mean that's always the end goal yeah kind of like man you, you you made it out but yeah, okay. <laughs> but you never stop entirely. Right. You yeah. always, you always got to do a couple. You always got to, yeah. I mean, look at John. He just comes back, hasn't yeah. cheered ever, and almost yeah. wins the contest. Right. Every time. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, California's hard to get cheers right now. Yeah, yeah. And Douglas County is a really good spot for people to start, and it's a really good place to shear because – we're 30, 40 minutes away from everybody we shear for. Yeah. You know, like California, you're still a couple hours away. Well, that the lodging is a big problem is trying, you know, because if you go and you, you're shearing somewhere and you got to spend 200 bucks a night on a hotel, you a just blew half the money. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you spend the rest on airfare and you don't have anything left. You yeah. Know, you really, it's really the lodging piece is key. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. California's kind of spendy. And a lot of those crews are all nomadic. They kind of camp at the same spot right around but that's you know you can only do that for so long you're shearing sheep you kind of need a good rest every once in a while <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and so, yeah yeah so well what's uh where where do you are you watching any up-and-coming shears in the u.s that you kind of got your eyes on uh we just started a couple of young shears uh yeah. at the sheep shearing school that dan puts on so uh yeah that's kind of exciting for us so that's we'll cool have some replacements yeah. And um yeah, they were at they did the beginning class today. So Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. They were good. They were pretty good. Yeah. 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 I, good. I, I thought they were doing real good, actually, because I remember my first time shearing sheep, I just beat the wool off and tried to go as fast as everybody else. And yeah. I didn't. I didn't listen to anybody. I tell these kids what to do and they half listen. And I'm like, wow, like that's, <laughs> better than me. That's way easier when they <laughs> yeah. just do it, you know? Oh, that's so, good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for talking. You got any other uh, little tidbits of advice for anybody or anything you can think of? Anything I left out? Shout outs? Um, I don't know. Just, yeah. Yeah. If you're shearing, I guess just shear the sheep and enjoy yourself. Right. So. What kind of comb do you use? How many teeth? Uh, it's a 13 tooth comb. You use 13. You ever use nines? Uh, yeah, we yeah. use nines sometimes. Yeah. So usually the sheep aren't shearing very good if you use nines. Yeah. So. Well, a lot of the guys down in California use nines. Yeah. So yeah. I was talking to somebody. They were saying they actually set the combs back on the nine in the way they. A little bit, yeah. yeah so that you are combing it more and not just yeah. letting that cutter cut. Yeah. First thing. Yeah, they're like guiding. I don't know. It was, it was interesting. I don't know. I'm pretty naive when it comes to sharing. I don't know. I can't hang with you guys right. in, your, in the chat circles. But yeah. um, might have to come check it out sometime. Yeah, so. it's fun. It's fun to watch. Right. But yeah, there's you know. different combs and different things. What to... about wool handling? Now, do you have anybody when you when you because there's a lot of schools for shearing. Do you see many people that are good at handling the wool? I think there's uh, just a just a few people, but I don't think we really have. Yeah. a need for it it's just like i guess because it's all the coarse wool it's not worth enough to exactly mess with. yeah exactly so yeah. i i know that they do do a I little saw bit a few of... bellies go in the bale today and i was like oh yeah gosh. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah but i don't know it's all yeah. all pretty much the same with the coarse wool yeah so, yeah well that's I... neat well coarse wools are fun and more fun to shear at least right seems like it right yeah and they're they're a little bit stronger than uh, they're a little more tense, I guess. The them yeah. big fine wools can be strong, but yeah, uh, people that shear f uh, fine wools all the time, they come shear ours, and they're like, man, they just kick and beat you up all over the place because they're yeah. they want to get away. Yeah, yeah, they're they're ready to go. Every so. sheep's got its challenge, though. Right. Well, when you were back in New Zealand shearing, what was the what was the coolest shearing shed you were in? Um, there was quite a few, but I remember there was like a half horseshoe one. Those are cool. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. With the skirt and table in the middle. The skirt and table yeah. in the middle, and you just all around the skirt and table. And, yeah, you could just look across and see another shear, like, across the way. And Yeah. Yeah. And then I think those sheep went down, like, a 50-foot slide or something with, like, a curve in it. Yeah. yeah it was pretty crazy. Like a zoom. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you let them go, and, oh, and they were funny. gone for a while. So That's funny. Yeah. So it was it was pretty nice, and yeah. it was all painted up, done real good, and yeah, not like here in America, we just kind of slap a few things together and call it a day. It's amazing. What do they do with their wool back there? Do you know where it goes? I don't really know where it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because they, I mean, they have some really nice wool sheds back there, but they're shearing coarse wool sheep, right? Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I've always kind of wondered how they, how they how they're you know how they're able to spend that much money on a wool shed right yeah <laughs> you know, like, yeah exactly i would love i would love to do that if i got fine wools and i think i'm selling pretty decently for the u.s market but it's still yeah <laughs> it's hard to justify a, a barn right yeah i think they just have such a high standard for shearing yeah that they just build it and that's just the way it is yeah. you know so well there i think their permits for building it all is a lot cheaper too so they're putting money into construction not money into right studies and surveys right yeah and least, there's so many around to look for them and choose from and yeah people that do it and yeah yeah 
Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. If you could import in one thing they do over there to hear, like one service or support thing, what would it be? From New Zealand? Yeah, custom fence. Shearing. I don't build building shearing sheds, maybe. Shearing shed, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what we need, really. Yeah. So um we've already got some corrals and stuff from them. So Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know. I like those porter yards that we're using today. Yes, those, those are pretty are, slick. Those are very handy. Yeah. Yep, and they go together real well, and they're good for um, if you got a lot of little leases and stuff like that. You yeah. can just go set up a yard, and you're ready to go. What kind of when you're when you're shearing? What kind of presentation do you like the sheep to be in? Do you like a bullpen? You like the catch pens? You like the drop? Thing? I per I personally I like the the catch pens. The catch pens because um, when you're really shearing like all day then uh you can kind of pick and choose a little bit which i mean you only you only got your pin but yeah you know you maybe you you're kind of tired so you grab a fast one and, and then maybe you're like well let's just grab this slow one get it over with or maybe grab a couple fast ones in a row or yeah you know and 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 also you get to stand up and stretch your back out a little bit and that that helps what so. um what do you look at when you're just looking at a sheep <clears throat> what are you looking for for faster tough uh size probably first um and then you can just kind of tell by their wool um if it's gonna really go and and then of course you know if there's any wool around their face and their legs mm -hmm. and all that and um i don't know you just you just gotta look for it and yeah you see thousands of them every year and i don't my shit my shares say the wrinkles are the worst that yes if you catch into some wrinkles yes. that's the worst yes they're pretty bad yeah so yeah a we big got old, most of that bread out but we still got a few wrinkly ones right yeah, yeah big old wrinkly ones is yeah. not to not fight ideal. that you just gotta roll that head back and stretch it as much as you can yeah use your left hand a little bit more and yeah. uh actually the hold that wool up a little bit because it weighs a lot more oh yeah that's true and so you use your left hand quite a bit yeah, yeah. so oh, we got some 20 plus pound fleeces off of some of our sheep this year that's some heavy heavy wool yeah yeah exactly i really like my favorite part was when you go up in the neck and you break and then you stick your arm down and pew, like karate chop oh drop it up like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's always fun right but yeah, yeah. Well, real good. Well, I do appreciate you taking time this evening to chat. No um, problem. I very much appreciate the Roseburg hospitality. Yes. Um, I got a really cool bar of goat soap. Nice. From uh, Top Nigerians, Ridge Top Nigerians. Nice. And it was wrapped in Roseburg wool, so it was very nice. And uh, got some cool shearing. I think I'm the... I think I have the most shearing, what do you call them, shearing jerseys? The singlets, yeah. Singlets. I mm -hmm. probably have the most singlets for someone who doesn't shear sheep right. in the country. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I do like them. They're yeah. very comfortable. Yeah. You can yeah. wear them to the beach or something. I maybe. do. I did, actually. <laughs> yeah. I was in Hawaii, and I wore it. And nice. I, and some guy was from Mill City, Montana, and was like, what's that for? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you making fun of sheep guys? <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. But, no, it was good stuff. But thank you very much and uh, appreciate it. And uh, we'll let you get back to your family. So. All right. Well, thank you. Take it easy, yeah. Chad. Right. See ya.